Well, hello, I'm Dr. Shante Haynes with Heart to Heart Truth Ministries, and it truly is my pleasure to bring you this encouraging message for today. Encouraging, definitely. Challenging, absolutely. Let's jump in and let's bow. Most gracious and heavenly Father, God, we do thank you. We bless you. We honor you for yet another opportunity to study your word. Your word is so rich and it is so good and it provides so much impact to our lives and also allows us to be blessed. So we ask today, Lord, that we learn from your word, that we delve into your word, that we apply your word, that we implement your word, and that we will receive it as if you have given it to us directly, because you have. Lord, I ask that today the word be so rich that it penetrates our hearts and our minds, that we will be forever changed. Use me in a way that is going to impact others and bring glory to your name. In Jesus' name, we do pray and give you thanks. Amen. Well, we are in the Kingdom Principles for Life series, Kingdom Principles for Life. And today is the fourth installment, number four, yes, how to really win friends and influence people. If you haven't read or seen any of the other ones, go back and listen to that. But today, how to really win friends and influence people. Well, one of the things that we're really going to talk about today is how to come overcome evil with good according to the Bible. Yes, I told you it was going to be challenging today. See, we recognize that we want to make an impact for the kingdom. We want to be influences. We need to be salt and light. We talked about that before. We need to shine. We want to be an impact but we also recognize that the Bible is our blueprint for kingdom success. The Bible is our blueprint for this success, but it's also our blueprint for a good journey in this world. So not just otherworldly, but in this world, it is a blueprint that we need to follow as well. We recognize that following the principles of the Bible is a way to be rewarded in this life as well as the one after. For each of us are uniquely gifted in order to influence. So today, we're going to talk about the fact that good trumps evil. Good trumps evil. We're going first to Romans chapter number 12, verse 21. And I'm reading from the Holman Christian Standard Version, and it says, Do not be conquered by evil, but conquer evil with good. That seems simple on the outset, but we know that sometimes we can be a little bit challenged, we can be a little bit petty, we can get into our feelings, we can want to lash out quick, fast, and in a hurry, and we want God to be slow to anger, but sometimes our anger rises up so quickly that the back of our eyes are feeling bright red, and we're just ready to go, toe to toe. And that's not what the Bible tells us that we need to do. If we're going to overcome evil with good, we have to recognize that, number one, we probably want to be accepted. See, acceptance is being received as adequate or suitable. When someone accepts you, you feel good about that because you feel like you're in the group, you're in the gang, you're okay. And we all want to be okay. But what we have to recognize is that people don't necessarily perceive us the way in which we want them to perceive us. 
there's a difference in what we intended or what we were motivated to do and then how they saw it. So if we want to be suitable. We recognize that there's some principles that we then have to follow. That's what we're talking about with these kingdom principles for life. In this fourth installment, we have to recognize that we accept the Bible because it is beneficial, not just suitable, but it is beneficial for us basic instructions before leaving earth. We recognize that there is something inside the Bible. The words that God has spoken to us, the principles that he has given to us are forever. They're their fact, their truth. We believe that the Bible is the inspired, infallible word of God, and it is inerrant in all of its ways. It does not err. There's no errors in it, but it is God inspired. It is his word. Now, acceptance is different than tolerating something. And we live in a world today where people want us to accept everything that they do. And no, we can tolerate it because if it does not follow the word of God, then we are going to tolerate their journey. We're not going to accept what they say because tolerance is a willingness to tolerate, not necessarily to agree with. So I don't accept it. I tolerate your journey until you get on the same page with God. But how are we going to then influence and win people? How are we going to overcome evil with good? How are we going to do that? First, one principle says that charity is to everyone, including enemies. We should give our charity, our love to everyone, including our enemies. First Peter chapter number four, verse eight says this, and I'm turning through the Bible for you on this one because I know you're not gonna believe me, but you're gonna believe the word. This is above all, maintain an intense love for each other since love covers a multitude of sins. Love is a principal thing. Love is going to be here. That means that I have a care, an agape love. I have a care about your well-being and I want to be beneficial to you. I'm not looking out to manipulate, to exploit, to take advantage. I'm not doing it just because you're going to give me something in return, but I can cover your sins love does cover. First Corinthians chapter number 16, verse 14, your every action must be done with love. So if my every action is done with love, I'm not going to do evil to those that I care about or those that I love, those that I recognize are God's creation. And unfortunately, everybody is God's creation. That means even when someone does evil to you, doing evil back to them, what do we learn? Two wrongs never make a right. And so we recognize that me giving back what they have given me is not necessarily going to make any changes in the situation. I overcome evil with good. So what does that look like? Someone does you wrong. Yes, you can correct them. Yes, you can tell them in a very nice way that that was not acceptable. But if they did, their car breaks down and they haven't been very friendly, you can offer to take them to back, to, back home or you can offer to pick them up for work. 
You can do those things and it doesn't take much from you. But here's the thing that most of the time when someone is doing something that's evil, they did not wake up in the morning saying, how can I get on your last good nerve? They didn't wake up doing that. They didn't wake up saying, how can I get her back? How can I be mean to her? Something else in their past has caused them to be in this particular position. And one of the things that I always recognize is that there is a motive, there is a past, there is a history that that person has dealt with. And you and I both know that we can act a little outside of what would be considered normal because we were triggered and they might've been triggered as well. So just like we need to be filled up every day with the Holy Spirit, fill my cup because somebody knocked it over, somebody in traffic knocked it out, a little bit spills out of that cup, keep filling that cup so that you have enough good to go around. Now, I'm just going to be honest with you. Picking up the phone, trying to call for service gets me a little riled up. Not having good customer service gets me a little riled up. So when I say this word is challenging, it's challenging. There's a little bit of hood and a little bit of holy and everybody. I'm going to pray with you, but don't play with me. Don't try to exploit, take advantage of, manipulate it's in us because we don't like to feel or to be treated incorrectly. But the Bible does tell us that we treat others the way we would want to be treated. So the first one was we give charity to everyone, including our enemies. But I want to go to First Corinthians chapter number 13 because we talked about the fact that we were supposed to love everyone, do everything but the action of love. We know 1 Corinthians 13, and it says, um, and I'm going to jump down to 3B. It says, do not, um, but if I do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. It is not boastful. It is not conceited. It does not act improperly. It is not selfish. It's not uh, provoked, and it does not keep records of wrongs. Love finds no joy in unrighteousness, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. So if that is how I am supposed to operate, because one, that is God's character. God is love. That is his DNA. And I am a child of the king. And as a child of the king, you are a child of the king. We operate in love, just like our father in heaven would operate in love. So with that in mind, we're loving our enemies just as we love our friends. I'm going to take you then to the second point for today. And that is unforgiveness is heavy. So put down the weight. Unforgiveness is heavy. So put down the weight. Yes, freedom is a light thing. We want to be forgiven. We're told in Matthew, the sixth chapter, and you know, that's the the um, going to the 14th and the 15th verse, but in Matthew, the sixth chapter, um, Jesus then is doing the Sermon on the Mount. And in that Sermon on the Mount, he talks about prayer. And he talks about, this is how you pray. He gives us a model for prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, that prayer. But here's the part that I want you to pay attention to. Beginning of verse 14, is verses 14 and 15. It says, for if you forgive people their wrongdoing, 
your heavenly father will forgive you as well. But if you don't forgive people, your father will not forgive your wrongdoing. Hmm. Interesting. Many times we just want to pray about things. God, get them. God, imprecatory prayers. Lord, we want you to take care of this particular situation. Father, I just need you to show up and do this for me. We don't think about the other person. What have they been dealing with? What is the problem? How can you then let your light continue to shine? How can you be salt in this earth and preserve add flavor to what others have done. There is a way to do that. And that is doing good. Because if you do a whole lot of good and trust God in the process, that he will work it out for your good. We, we quote it. We say all things are going to work out for my good, for those that love God, those that are called according to his purpose. But do we actually do it? Do we actually step out on that? That you know what? You meant it for evil, but God turned it around for good, Genesis 50. Why? Because I recognize that God is the one that is ultimately in control. He is not going to leave me, not forsake me. He says the weapons may form, but they will not prosper. So because I know they won't prosper, I can still do good to you. And I heap coals over your head because I'm doing good. He tells me to overcome evil with good. So instead of my natural tendency to try to get you back, I turn the other cheek. Instead of my natural tendency to be petty, I put it in God's inbox instead of trying to handle it myself. You don't need to catch these hands. Catch his hands. If you catch his, he don't really slap you out of the way. I'm okay because he's covered me. But let me just go here a little bit further in Luke, the sixth chapter, still talking about the Sermon on the Mount, seeing it from Luke's perspective, writing to the Gentiles. I want to go to Luke chapter number six, verse 27 through 37. It says, but I say to you who listen, love your enemies, do what is good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, Pray for those who mistreat you. Oh, we could do a whole message on that. I told you it was challenging. He says, if anyone hits you on the cheek, offer the other also. If anyone takes away your coat, don't hold back your shirt either. Give to everyone who asks you and from one who takes your things, don't ask for them back. Just as you want others to do for you, do the same for them. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. If you do what is good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. And if you lend to those whom you expect to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to be repaid in full. But love your enemies. Do what is good and lend, expecting nothing in return. Then your reward will be great and you will be sons of the most high for he is gracious to the ungrateful and evil be merciful just as your father also is merciful verse 37 do not judge and you will not be judged do not condemn and you will not be condemned forgive and you will be forgiven we want to be forgiven by others because we mess up too if you say that you haven't sinned the truth is not in you he says, we need to be, the Bible says, God says, we need to 
overlook some things. Trust God in all things. Put it in his inbox. Be charitable, be loving toward even our enemies and forgive. See, first John, um, let me know, let me do this one. Colossians 3 and 13. Um, it tells us to be forgiving. It tells us, and this is the New International Version. It says, bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Another, Forgive as the Lord forgave you. Just like we go back to Matthew in the sixth chapter, he says, yeah, you can pray. I heard your supplication. We ask God to forgive our debts as we forgive the, our debtors, others. He says, but if you don't forgive others, I won't forgive you. And so here it tells us, forgive as the Lord has forgiven you. We were in process too. So are they. If we're going to follow the principles for life, for kingdom success in life, we have to follow what the word says. We have to follow the Bible. And in it, it tells us we need to learn to forgive. That means that we don't carry the weight. It's like carrying a heavy bag on your shoulder. I'm going to have every single wrongdoing that you have ever done. I, at one point, I had someone that would look up my wrongs and they would have this long list. And you're kind of like, well, where in the world did you store all of that? Why do you still have this list of everything that I've ever done wrong? I know I've done some right at the same time. Well, it doesn't feel good to me. It wouldn't feel good to you. So why would you do it for someone else? Forgive. Peter asked, Lord, how many times should I forgive my brother? Seven times? Oh, you know, I'm going to be good. I'm going to do it seven times. He said, no, 70 times seven. In other words, keep on forgiving. There's no end in sight. Just like you want God to continue to forgive you, make sure you do the same for others. Let me go to 1 John 1. And this one I'm going to read in the King James Version because we like to quote the ninth verse, but I'm going to back up to the eighth verse. It says, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Verse 10, if we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. Enough said. You have sinned, others sin. God's forgiven you, you forgive them. If we're praying for them, we can't adequately pray for them and keep animosity in our heart to keep the pettiness there. We recognize that they are blessings, that they have strengths. Yes, they might have some weaknesses, but let's focus on the strengths that they do have. Let's focus on the fact that we want them in the kingdom, that we really want to influence them. How do you win, really win, friends? You win them by doing good. How do you influence people? How do you influence your enemy? You do it by doing good. We win in the end. But I want to take you to the fact that we're supposed to be like Jesus. So Luke, the 23rd chapter, in the 34th verse, just want to highlight this for you very quickly. Let me see if I can turn there. 
Luke 23 and 34. It's very simply put. And I wanted to highlight it because it's very simply put and it's really us acting like Jesus. Luke 23 verse 34. It says, then Jesus said, Father, forgive them because they do not know what they are doing. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. So as we pray and praying for our enemies, we're doing good, but we're praying for them. Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. They don't know how they're messing up. They don't know who they're messing with. They don't know I'm your child. Apparently, they didn't get the memo. Let's do good. Let's really win. Not only our friends, but let's win some of our enemies as well by overcoming evil. Good does trump evil. It always has and it always will. Let's bow. Most gracious and heavenly Father, God, we recognize that we are challenged with the word when people are challenging us. We recognize that when others do us wrong, our natural bent is to retaliate. But you said that vengeance is yours, saith the Lord, and you will repay. God, when people are not accepting us and rejecting us, we want to then turn around and reject them too. But we recognize that you tell us to let that go and look to you for our approval. And with that in mind, then we can still do good to those who don't even recognize the benefit that we bring or the value or the uniqueness that you have created us for or the purpose that you have for us to be in their lives. They don't recognize that they're falling short. They don't realize that a threefold cord is not easily broken. They don't realize partnership is important. They don't realize that when they let us go, they let go some of the blessed benefits that you would bring to them because of your blessing us. And they would have been blessed by association. So, Father, we ask that you not only forgive us every single thing that we have done, and we ask that you cast it, our sins as far as the east is from the west, but help us to forgive others in the same manner. Help us to love them like you would love them. Help us to tolerate their journey and still lift up that standard. Help us to lean into your promises and recognize that there is purpose. Even when brother and sister sandpaper are rubbing us the wrong way, God, we are asking today that you help us to overcome the evil. When evil befalls us, when evil comes in to our space, God, help us to be mindful, to remember that you will turn it around for our good, that you've got it in the palm of your hand, that you've got us in the palm of your hand, that on the other side of the journey, that we're learning something and it is going to be beneficial for us to operate the way you would. Help us to lean to Jesus as an example, looking at everything that he has done and how he treated people, how he asked the right questions instead of automatically beating them over the head with the Bible, how he told them when he got upset that this is supposed to be a house of prayer and you made it a den of thieves, that you are not telling the truth, but that he is the truth and the life. And no man is gonna come to you except through 
him believing what he said. And the only way that they will even know sometimes who Jesus is, is if we act that way. We act like him. Let what would Jesus do not be a great saying or just written on a bracelet, but be in our hearts and in our minds and in our walk as well as our talk. Let us be those examples, Lord, that they will see. And we'll be so careful to give you all the praise and all the glory. Our whole aim is for them to be pointed to you. Help us to do that because we can't do it in and of ourselves. We love you, Lord. We depend upon you, God. We thank you for what you have told us today. Help us to walk it out. In Jesus' name, we do pray and give you thanks. Amen. Oh, God bless you. Um, my prayer for you is that you can truly walk this out, that you will study more about forgiveness, that Sometimes, honestly, we have things that happen in our lives. Our life unravels and others played a significant part in that unraveling. And our natural bent is to not receive them again, to retaliate. Help us is what we're asking today. That we won't do that. That we recognize that the better thing to do is to continue to let our light shine. I'm Dr. Shante Haynes with Heart to Heart Truth Ministry. It truly is my pleasure to help you put feet to your faith so that you can walk victoriously. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Bye for now. You can find us online at shantehaynes.com. That's C-H-O-N-T-A. H-A-Y-N-E-S dot com. We are a division of Heart to Heart Truth Ministries and Heart to Heart Truth Foundation. Donations are welcome at ShantaeHaynes.com backslash foundation. At Heart to Heart Truth Ministries, we're helping believers live an abundant life based on God's word, standing on his promises, walking out his principles, sharing with God's people, serving as unto the Lord. 